As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the film Vault. That's Anderson. I'm Blaine Fishbury, host for today. Top five time, top five movie theater scenes, scenes that take place in or around a movie theater. That was my own criteria. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty straightforward. It was right there in the time. Kind of meat and potatoes. Yeah, I can't I believe not, we haven't done this. To not realize just how meat and potatoes it would be until uh, doing the research. It's oh. like, wow, there's a lot. Yeah. A lot Long. of the time there's not. Long list of also rains. Not much going on in a lot of them, right? True. A lot, actually, there were a lot of scenes, uh, not a lot that were contenders for my top five. Not a lot of compelling scenes, right? A lot of the time it's just like, this is what people do, so we're going to show these people doing this thing that people do. Yeah, or it sets up something that happens after, you know what I mean? Like this, uh, Dillinger, I guess, is a good example. Dillinger. The Johnny Depp uh, movie, Michael Mann. Okay. Anyway, he sees a movie, then he's... Uh, Spoiler shot. No, like, oh, Brian, come on. It's a historical fact. There's that uh, Abe Lincoln movie, too. Goes to the theater. <laughs> I, I only went with movie theaters. I didn't yeah. do other theaters. I went movie theaters. Well, yeah. Mm. Uh, for, for the most part. <laughs> this was inspired, this list was inspired by a recent viewing of a movie that I caught up with uh, just a few weeks ago. What's that? Uh, I'll get to it. It's on the list. Right? Oh. While watching this, this unnamed movie, I was thinking, this might be my favorite one of these scenes I've ever seen. Uh, and turns out it's it's not it's uh, it's up there on my list made the top five but it's not my favorite thing I was I love when this happens when you do the research for this these kinds of topics uh, yeah you have no idea where they're gonna end up sometime mm. and uh, I have a my number one is from a movie I have very little recollection of really there were well, sequels that I did not see my number five I is like that did not even enjoy it that much Same. the movie itself. Same. But I did love this scene. I remember loving it at the time while seeing this in the theater. And uh, it was, I mean, it's kind of a clear-cut favorite for me. <laughs> There's a big drop-off between my two and three. Like My, my top two were just all-time great scenes. You got clips? No. Oh, I got a clip from my number one, the one that I just uh, buttered up. Mm-hmm. And You got to send that to me. I can't play it. Why not? I, all right, I'll send it to you. Uh, <laughs> Wait, how do you have a clip you can't play? No, I'm saying like I can He's play like, it myself. I can't play oh, it. you're gonna play it yourself? No, no, I'll just send it to you. It'll, it'll simplify things. Uh, I can't handle my clips, but well, oh, I left off a very obvious one that's very good. I'm assuming it's gonna be on your list uh, because I was running a little thin, and like I, I, I could have easily done a top ten that was worthy. Oh. So I, uh, I'll, I'll leave that for you. Actually, Not so much for me. Oh, really? Interesting. We'll do all. I'm thinking rest. we might have zero crossover. I don't know. It sounds like your number five is my number one. 
No, that's impossible. All right, what do well, we Well, no, no, it's not impossible, but you've never brought this movie up. I know. <laughs> oh, maybe it should. Hey, maybe. Uh, just a reminder. Maybe next, it is. Next week, our top five will be from Better Brian. That's Brian McCauley. And uh, he is bringing us, uh, he's having mandating that we do top five irresponsible gun handling scenes. Which I already got are, number one. There are a number of, and I think it's from a confusing movie you speak of. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, most movies are confusing to me. To you, yes. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's launch, Brian. Well, I don't want to step on your number one if it's my number five. We I'll, just won't, and I'm coming in with a clip, so that's I, true. we'll bring in a clip later in the program. I can't. It can't be. It can't be your number one because it doesn't lend itself to a clip. Oh well, then it think. can't. It can't be because this is. I could have made four or five clips out of this. Okay, I really could. Definitely not. All right, number five for me, a movie I didn't love, uh, but this scene has always stuck with me. Sadly, did not see this in the theater. Wish I had, because it would have been a lot of fun to see Outbreak from 1995 mm-hmm. in the theater. Uh, Wolfgang Peterson's Outbreak, when uh, Henry, a, a lab technician, he accidentally gets infected by the uh, the, the 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 virus. The mm-hmm. virus is the main character of the movie. Let's face it. Uh, he go he he irresponsibly goes to a uh, crowded movie theater that night after getting infected. After infecting himself, right. he drops a vial and it bursts, and he inhales it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, He's not doing well, Henry. He's no. coughing. He's hacking. He's not covering his mouth, which is very rude. And he's just coughing out into the world. And we see the little particulates, the little uh, spittle uh, just float through the air. Mm. And it's a funny movie. Some people are laughing and they're inhaling as droplets. Now, Out- Outbreak is not a funny movie, but the movie that he's watching in yes. Outbreak is funny. Yes, the movie that is being shown in the theater in this scene is making people laugh. And they're laughing with their mouths open, and they're inhaling his uh, infected Spittle. droplets. Yes, yeah. And uh, exciting incident. Know? I think he dies in in the lobby of the movie theater. Of after. <laughs> yeah. I did not like this movie. It's not good. I, I really hate it for personal reasons because oh. uh, a, a girl uh, uh, who I was quite fond of, we uh, we broke up, and uh, within a couple weeks, you know, I caught wind that she was uh, you know seeing a new guy. Hans was his name, if you must know. <laughs> And I, uh, insulting the monkey from contagion. I still had some friends who, uh, you know, same circle. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Oh yeah, she's out with the Hans or they're at a movie right now. I'm like, what movie? <laughs> Lost now. Outbreak. Oh. And I'll never forget. And I'm going to hate that movie forever. Imagine my, the love of my life and Hans enjoying spittle takes. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good date movie. No, no. no. I, I that that's the one good the saving grace is like mm-hmm. I, I hope she was uncomfortable like uh, with any kind of spittle being, being being uh, transferred yeah right. you know what yeah they're in a theater watching together they're probably both nervous Hans and my girlfriend or my ex girlfriend fucking Hans we broke up we were very adult about it because she was about to go away to college and we're like you know this isn't gonna last so let's uh, stop now uh, before we both get hurt wow it's very mature of you I was already way too in though it was way too way too deep yeah all right here we go. She ended up marrying my uh, old best friend and having kids, and now they're divorced. And she's oh, very sad, from what I hear. I'm sad for everyone involved. So am I, to be honest. All right, what is the uh, number five for you? Number five for me. Sorry for all the... Uh, that was quite the digression. It was uplifting. I did not need to do any of that. You know what is uh, uplifting is watching some little, uh, little new-to-the-world tykes experience Snow White for the first time ever. And that's what you get to enjoy when watching Gremlins. 1984's oh. Gremlins. Uh, there is a lengthy scene where all of the gremlins that have been produced to this point of the film uh, go to the local Cineplex, Cine Theater, movie theater, and uh, take in 
uh, Snow White mm. and the Seven Dwarves, and, and they're enjoying it. They uh, really like, are. When it first pops up on the screen, they do that thing where they're all fucking around and being punks in the audience until uh, the picture pops up and they're all like- They're wrapped. Yeah, they, there's a hush over the, over the head. Many unexplained events are, uh, occur in, in this scene, namely the their ability to- Throughout this entire movie, there's a lot of stuff. The fact that they come out just speaking English is a bit of a head scratcher. It's odd. Unless they get it from uh, Gizmo himself. Maybe there's some DNA like with- uh, Oh, true. Perhaps that's the way that that species, uh, there's a cartoon coming out, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. How nice. Mugwai. Oh. And Gremlins 3 is in the works as well. <laughs> oh, good lucky, times. Lucky us. Good times ahead. I'm fucking way lucky, yes. So anyways, uh, the, the fact that they could thread the projector- Really baffles me to yeah, this day. Yeah, that's a dexterity I didn't anticipate they would have. <laughs> they didn't do a great job. They got a little tangled there in the in some of the spokes and whatnot and the reels. But uh, yeah, this is a it's a, the climax of the movie, really, too. So Gremlins, the uh, the them watching Snow White and Gremlins. I've forgotten about that. Thanks. Number four for me. Dexterity. <laughs> Not anticipate. Dexterity, as in possessed. Mm -hmm. Speaking of dexterity, uh, Mickey Rourke pulls off the oh, popcorn trick. Come on now. And number four for me, Diner. 1982's Diner, directed by Barry Levinson. Uh, yes, the old popcorn trick. So it's a, a pack screening of a, a pack showing, I should say, of a, a summer place. And uh, Boogie, played by Mickey Rourke, he tricks Carol Heathrow into uh, grabbing his own penis. Touching his wing. Yeah, grabbing, yeah. Touching salt his and butter in there. That could hurt. I was going to say, it it, I can't imagine that enjoyable. Plus, the way that they had it positioned in the frame you would and where it would land in the top of the popcorn, because the popcorn was still full, mm. you would imagine, you'd have to imagine that he's, he's uh, well endowed, which I wonder if that was a Mickey Rourke oh, demand. Oh, interesting. Because it would displace a lot of popcorn. Also, like she just reached the top of that tub and she was, you know, making contact yep, yep. there. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up? So that's, yeah, that's like the water's cold and deep. Yeah, yeah. I would think that it would be yeah. deeper into that bucket. She would have to, you know, plunge to, to anyway. Speaking of plunge, he plunged his, uh, his wiener uh, through the bottom of the popcorn uh, box and into Carl Heathman's hand. Weird, weird move too, because like, He's got it. Maybe he's just that attracted to her that he can just be thinking about her because he's sitting next to her. But you got to get yourself going. Do you a young, have to, a young man. He's still Mickey Rourke. He doesn't look that young ever. But and then you have the whole pre-cut. He lived a like, tough twenty-two years. He did to that point. All right. So uh, I remember seeing a porn when I was a kid and uh, pizza box. Mm. Same thing. Oh really? Didn't like the wiener was in the pizza box. Yeah, they opened it up and it was like coming out. Oh, the that's fine. Yes, all of his friends. Actually, you know how we um, we've done. We should we're due to do another one. By the way, lines we quote most often. Mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, not a line, but Mickey Rourke's. Lust. He looks over and sees his friends watching him because they know what he's about to do, and he goes like this. He's like, I do that all the time, all the time. Yeah, you big smile. That, oh, that's gonna be one of your one of your quotes, perhaps. Yeah, big smile. And you got it from that, or you yeah. just got it from Mickey Rourke in general? No, or you got it from the popcorn bit. Yeah, from that that scene. Oh, so you think about putting your dick in popcorn? No, it's really buckets. more of the smile. I would imagine every time you do that smile, it's like right after thinking about how great it would be to put your 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 penis in a popcorn tub. You're giving me the smile. Oh, now right I now. am. I don't I don't like it. It's making me uncomfortable. Number, All right, number three, uh, four for you. Number, number four for me. Let's not skip over any of mine, especially when I got a classic here, and that's when uh, Clarence meets Alabama. It's a mm -hmm. fantastic scene uh, in True Romance, 1993's True Romance, and um, I'd be a fool not to have that on my list. Isn't he seeing like some old kung fu flicks? He's watching a kung fu movie, which uh, if I was a kung fu guy, uh, I would know what it is. I'm sure the Tarantino does. That would he mean wrote a lot it. to you. 
But yeah, and he's kind of describing uh, what's going on on the screen, and she's taking a keen interest in this uh, lonely fella that's just watching a movie by himself on his birthday. That's right. And uh, you don't know it as the viewer at the time, but she's sent there. She was paid for, paid for, and delivered uh, for a birth as a birthday present. But you think, oh, look at this, a happy, you know, happenstance. A meet this. cute. Yeah, meet cute. Yeah, she spills popcorn all over him, and she's just adorable. It's Patricia Arquette, peak Patricia Arquette, and it's just a, a great scene. And then uh, they go out for pie afterwards, and there's some fun little wordplay with the word pie and having pie after a movie and mm. all that. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great scene and another inciting incident because uh, it sets them up for the uh, the couple that drives the rest of the movie. That's right. Clarence meets Alabama. Clarence meets Alabama. I should also mention, I always do uh, this, uh, which is list my top five, five to one. And in this case, uh, lists that lend themselves to it. I also link the scenes on YouTube to, so like Gremlins watch Snow White and that's a hot link to the actual YouTube clip if you would like to watch along. Mm -hmm. And then Gremlins <laughs> links back to our, our, our Amazon page. And then Clarence Meets Alabama, I got that link uh, linked to the show notes. So if you're on Patreon, you can uh, look for those notes down there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number three for me. And then and when Brian feels like, uh, feels like it, he will send Avery his list, but it's not in the right order and there's no there's no links. Yeah, it'll be Correct. yeah, it'll be quite a ways. What was your number four, by the way? Number four was diner. Because someone's currently trying to steal my credit card, so it's slightly slightly Oh right now? Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> so I'll deal with that at the break. The worst. They're like, are you trying to spend sixty nine ninety seven at uh Forever Twenty One? No, I'm not. There's gonna be another one too, like right around the corner. They always try it. Oh yeah, they they already tried it twice. They're like, yeah. we're shutting down your card because I don't think you're trying to buy uh, lingerie and sweaters right now while you're doing a film ball. Maybe. It might be. It's even scarier that they 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 know that that's not you because like they're monitoring everything you buy so closely. Yeah. This is not your buying habits. Yeah, this is not your buying habits. Yeah, I don't, don't like, like that. It. Don't like it. Maybe you got a new broad I'm trying to spoil. How dare you, Wells Fargo? Maybe you have a girl in your life? How dare you? A young girl. <laughs> I was actually, I was shopping for uh, bikini bottoms just today. This, is, this needs some unpacking. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. What was your number four? Diner. Diner. All right, what's your number the three? credit card scene. What's your number? <laughs> number three for me is Dude, We're film. racing through this at record speed. That's right, we got lots it's of It's good, time. my financial future's in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> number three for me is a movie I, I'm pretty sure I assigned to you. and uh, Just Friends. I don't what? remember the movie. No, how dare you. I love it's it. It's a music doc and they go to a movie theater? I Well, you, huh. can, you can imagine. Uh, it's, uh, it's a movie <laughs> I love and I wish you would like it as much as me. And uh, it comes at the end, so I'm not going to say too much about it, but uh, it's from Bowfinger. 1999's Bowfinger, directed by Frank Oz, written by and starring Steve Martin. Did I say this to you? Danny Murphy? Man, Oh, Jesus, so sad. So uh, the, 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 the whole idea of the film is they're making a movie, this uh, schlocky, you know, uh, bizarre alien invasion movie called Chubby Rain. And yeah, 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 uh, yeah, it's yeah. very bad, but uh, they make their movie. And uh, comically, the writer, director, and co-editor of, uh, or sorry, co-star of Chubby Rain, when it actually gets released uh, in the film, are seated in the very front row. And Steve Martin, who is just so relentlessly upbeat. He's the ultimate can-do movie producer guy. And he looks over at Jamie Kennedy, who's the, uh, the, 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 the screenwriter. And he, and he says, yeah, pretty good seats. 
Pretty good seats. Anyway, and they watched the movie. They're right down. You ever watch a movie in the front row? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah, it's the worst. The front, like far right or far yes, left. Yes, yes. Yeah, every now and again, back in the day, you'd have to do that. Like that was the only way. The worst. I, I uh, and like, guys, guys, for the, the younger people listening right now, Brad, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like the theaters are way different now too. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you could sit in that seat, front row, far right, far left. It's not going to be great, but it's not going to be anything like yes. what Brian and I are talking about right now. Yeah, which is neck breaking, you know, looking straight up at the screen. Like if you put your legs out in front of you, you would touch the screen. You were that close. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. They Badness. did not give a fuck. All right. And people were in them all the time. Yeah, a lot of the time. The, uh, yes, I, I actually walked out. I walked out of, uh, I had some good friends who invited me to That's the. That's not uh, true. We all know this. I had some friends. I had some people I knew who invited me to uh, the premiere of um, Hail Caesar. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out our seats were in the front row, Tight. like all the way to the right. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the movie's about to start, I'm like, hey, I love you guys. Thank you for the invitation. I can't do this. I got up and I left. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't watch a fucking two-hour movie in the, in the front row. I'm a grown-ass man. You send food back, don't you? Really, really rarely. Mm-hmm. I hardly ever send food back. This is kind of the equivalent. I don't think I'd have the balls if somebody invited me and I showed I up. I don't know if I'd have I the balls. I feel bad. To do that. I was overly apologetic. I'm like, hey, love you guys. This is so thoughtful. Thank this is, you. This is pre treatment, though, isn't it? Oh, no, no, no. Hail Caesar was like six years ago, no. seven years ago. No. I'd yeah. say like 2009. I don't know. Okay. If it's, if it's post uh, diagnosis, you're off okay. the hook. Okay. Thank Dang. goodness. Pretty sure it was. Um, but yeah. anyway, finger. So the thing I like about this scene is that the, uh, Oh my God, I, you're right. I'm sorry. It was 2016. Thank you. Yeah. As, uh, as this schlocky B movie, uh, is, is screening for the audience the, the movie actually has this very sweet moment where like it shows all the people from who made the movie, the actors, the behind the scenes people, and they're watching lovingly as this not good movie is like the fruits of their labors on the screen. But they're like, yeah, we did that. And it's, it's a, a, a shockingly sweet moment for an otherwise very silly comedy. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy, I enjoyed that scene. And it moved you. Not to tears, but I, I, I did have some affection for that scene. A moving uh, scene that I had forgotten was actually in this uh, otherwise unmoving movie uh, by Lars von Trier. Just missed my, mm-hmm. my oh, list. Really? But yeah, it was Dancer in the Dark. There's a oh. very... Sweet uh, a scene where Bjork's losing her hearing. She can't see too oh. well, and her friend is oh, she's going blind. That's yeah. going deaf. And she's she'd be so lucky. <laughs> that shrieking that goes on in that movie. <laughs> I joke. No, but like her friends letting her know like what the dancing feels like with like her little fingers mm-hmm. on her hand. It was very touching. Very nice. touching. But it's not on my list, so I should not be talking All about right. it. Skip no place it. for it here. Skip it. Number three for me is uh, the scene, if you can call it that, even though it takes up the entire third act of a movie that I just saw from 1968 that I absolutely loved, and that's Targets. Oh, there's a movie theater scene. Targets, and it's Boris Karloff versus Sniper Boys, by the way that I, it's, it's titled on the old uh, YouTube. Uh, but Targets is way ahead of its time, and it's about a seemingly unassuming boy next door type who... Um, gets his hands on some firearms and mm. sees what they do on human beings. And it's, uh, when I talked about, did I talk about targets on this program? Much? Yeah. So it's, it's a response to what happened at, uh, Kent state, right? Yeah. Texas, Texas. Uh, Kent and state was a, a, there was a, a massacre, but it was the, uh, it was the military. And yeah, you're absolutely right. It was the other way around. 
But uh, it was kind of like a, this new like phenomenon where like, oh my God, what if like regular citizens start picking people off and they just kind of, they got to screw loose. And uh, that's what Peter Bogdanovich was exploring with uh, this very low budget independent film called Targets 1968, which has a lot of parallels to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm. which took place in 1968. And it's about um, this devious younger generation doing very, very naughty, naughty things uh, while an aging uh, Hollywood star is living his life life um on the uh, you know the the b story or a sure. story so it's cross cut with those two storylines going and ultimately they come together and the third act which is this sniper um sets up shop he's running from the cops and he sets up shop at a local drive-in theater and uh he goes up on the, uh, the scaffolding uh behind the the screen and uh you can only imagine what goes on Indeed. from there. So it was a, a very lengthy scene. Like I said, it's most all of the third act. It all takes place in this drive-in movie theater. And uh, it was the the, sign, the scene, the movie, that made me think, you know what? What other great movie theater scenes uh, are out there? So that's what I landed on. Huh? Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was preparing for you to give me some shit about drive-ins, not being what? a movie theater. No, eh. Was prepared. I technicality, but that there's, there's a, they're, they're show they're theatrically exhibiting films. So. Yeah, and okay. I actually even looked up the uh, <clears throat> the definition of a theater, and it's like indoor or outdoor. Oh, really? Where they exhibit. Oh, movies. I'm sorry, I didn't give you shit. You could have come back. I was prepared. I had it. Yeah, you could have come I had back. It cocked and loaded. You could have clapped back. I was behind my screen over here waiting for <laughs> for you. <laughs> you should have like you should have baited me like, hey, don't you have a problem with this? All right, so that's it. Uh, I feel like I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm having misgivings. I feel like I might have given too much away with targets, but I mean, it's not that kind of movie. It's there are a lot of things that are unexpected, but you can kind of see where it and where it's gonna go. Why? Why? I love this targets. I really do. You still haven't seen it, have you, Aver? Not yet. No, yeah. Neither of us have. Going with low expectations because apparently I'm overselling it, but I really <laughs> love this targets. Okay. Working one. Working one. Access the spell. Mm -hmm. 1968. Just like greener grass instead. Greener grass mm -hmm. is a solid, solid <laughs> it recommend. Was, it no. was good, and uh, we had a good time before the uh, the show started here talking about greener grass with with Avery. You didn't get a chance to talk about what was it? Oh, uh, sorcerer, which you brought up and you saw race. Yeah, no, no, I brought that up on the show. But yeah, we said we'll talk about it later in the show. Oh, very good. This might be the, this might be the episode where we can talk a little bit more about sorcerer, William freaking sorcerer, uh, if we uh, if we're. If we have the time a, at the end. I did yes. William Freakin Sorcerer. Like, who's that? <laughs> William Freakin's yes, Sorcerer. That makes sense. Uh, the, the greatest white knuckle ride you can ever take with a movie. No pun intended. Is it punny? It's a ride, a white knuckle ride. They're it ride, is. They're, they ride uh, vehicles. Oh, there is a ride. Yeah. <laughs> literally, uh, yeah, that's what makes it a white knuckle knight. <laughs> that's right. White knuckle knight. <laughs> All right. Careful. Let's Coming up next, we'll uh, finish our top five list right after we talk Amazon after this. Some of the things about like uh, smart home technology uh, uh, scare me. Like like someone got a uh, ultra lock U bolt Pro Wi Fi smart lock, a deadbolt basically for their front door. I assume. I feel like I would be thwarted by that thing somehow. Somehow <laughs> somehow we'd go in for a week, the power would go out, or my phone battery operated. Yeah, my phone. Be, exactly. 
the power of this battery would just run out. The power would go yeah, out. Yeah, but you got to recharge it, right? I don't know. I got one, and it's constantly telling me the batteries are low. But I have a key, so I don't worry about. Oh, it. so the, it works with the key? Yeah, you still have a key that you could use. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> Jillian doesn't have a key, so I mean, if oh, it does, you know, this is it sounds like something. Life Plus is that the name of the uh, the new endeavor? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On Succession, yeah. Seems like something that uh, all Life Plus houses. Oh, would have. How am I going to follow that? He he offered them eternal life. <laughs> all right, we got to be careful. People will get mad. Other things purchased on that Amazon banner that sits on AndersonandBrian.com include someone got themselves a Bush Business Furniture L-shaped desk, Samsung Galaxy Tab Active Tablet. This is one of those rugged tablets you can bring and drop and shit and apparently won't affect it. It's for construction workers. That's right. Do big pores. Two Bosch rotary hammers were purchased. Four wood pull-out tray. Uh, the sort of the trays that organize your uh, utensils in the drawer. You know what I mean? Someone got four of those. A lot of times they're made of bamboo. That's right. Or yeah. teak. That's right. Uh, as one who has bought a few of those, yes, you're 100% right. Thank you, Brian. K-Max leather bar. I'm, I'm validating you. I'm giving you validation. I appreciate that. K-Max leather bar stools. Uh, fractal design computer case uh, was purchased. Someone got themselves. So, speaking of which, Semco Teak Finish Sealant Protector. Boise X9 multi-use print and copy paper was purchased once again. Thank you for your recurring purchase, as well as whoever got the uh, 20,000 shipping labels that uh, seem to get purchased with regularity. We appreciate you. What's going on? You all right? What? You got the nasal drone going. I really like doing, do. It sounds got, like you're doing a voice. No, I got like a, like a, you ever get like <laughs> rice in your, in your back of your, you know, in your nasal cavity? Rice? Like a little piece of rice. Like a, <laughs> Listen to your voice. <laughs> no, I got the rice. <laughs> so, like it goes like in like so you can. I know. Like if you sneeze, it'll come out your nose. Like when milk comes out your nose. No, I wanted it to go down my throat. Am I still doing it? No, it's okay. No, I think you're it's better. It's gonna come back. You're sounding like the sign, like the scientist on The Simpsons. <laughs> Professor Frank. Yeah. Uh, what you see here is a uh, rocket mobile, uh, Corsair Vengeance desktop memory. <laughs> now you get back. <laughs> Amazon Basic Care nicotine lozenges. Hundred dollars worth of Amazon e gift card. Uh, Wise Wireless Video Doorbell Pro. Wise Outdoor Smart Security Camera. Uh, Nutrafoil, uh, men's hair growth supplement. How dare you? Uh, fuck this word. Zojirushi? Zojirushi. Five cup. Because they coffee make. Sorry. Genuine Joe Green soap refill. <laughs> Folgers Classic Roast Crouch Coffee. How dare you? <laughs> Two. Two JJC LED security lights. <laughs> Omsun Tiki Umbrella Two Ring Chimes New Balance Fresh Foam Robe Running Shoes Do you Mer- water? I might Ah, oh, this is terrible <laughs> Morale Christy, how dare you with your ice? Are you putting it on right there? Or is that really your voice right now? You were putting it on? <laughs> no I wish Christy, how dare you with your ice? Okay, I'm sorry <laughs> Merrill Moab Adventure Lace and three small rig cage camera adapter mounts. Nice. <laughs> I got there. I got there. A little bit of help. You didn't get there. All right. 
Here in the movies, there are click-throughs. This is the last time I talked at y'all. Somebody clicked through wisely and got the English subtitled Spooloos. Also known as the vanishing. You can <laughs> remove your microphone. You're literally bringing your microphone back to do that. You can I feel better. Does it sound way. better? The vanishing was that click through as well. It's 13 going on 30. Major similar, similar films. Major League was clicked through as well as I know who killed me. Tank Tank was clicked through as well as Swinkins, the oh, Count right. of Monte Cristo. Hilarious. Ro- Romana and Bezos. I'm suffering. I'm suffering over here. Romana and Bezos. <laughs> right. <was> clicked through. <laughs> <laughs> Milk money was clicked through as well as Lahane. Hey, I didn't hear from whoever uh, got Lahane. I can only hope that you uh, liked it as loved it as much as I did. It 12, was me. I didn't like it. Twelve years of you haven't seen hate. I haven't seen Lahane. Get the fuck out of it. Uh, Twelve years of slave was clicked through. I'm sure you saw that one, Brian. With bells on. Darling was clicked through as well as Calvary. Fuck the yes with the Calvary. Forgot to say fuck the yes with Lahane. Uh, Love Rosie was clicked through as well as The Final Girls. The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Miss Osborne. See what they did there? The Martian was clicked through. Where he, he, he makes vegetables with his poop, right? How to Train Your Dragon, true. The Hidden World. That's all about young. Never Die Hard was clicked through as well as Crystal Swan, Pinball, The Man Who Saved the Game, Girl Picture, Linoleum, Return to Soul, The Hunger, Lair of the White Worm, yeah, White Worm, and Safe in Hell. Ah, son of a bitch. I guess because I stumbled on the uh, white worm there. So close. I was very close. Return to Soul. Very good movie. Saw, okay. that, in, uh, saw that in the old theater there. Is that a music doc? Like that soul music? Uh, no. Oh, no one is. I'm out. All right. Uh, it's time to get back to. It's kind of like a. Uh, uh, it's like Breakfast Club, but uh, Korean style. Wow. But it's not because that's a different. That's club? a different movie. That's a different movie with Soul in the title. Son of a bitch. Return to Soul is a new one. That I heard somebody talking about recently. Son of a. All right. Forget everything you just Cut heard from me out. for the last 10 seconds. What I was typically this? do. What was the one? Darn it. Breakfast. I saw in the theater. It was Breakfast really good. Club. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. Back to the program. Hey there. I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
For the fourth year in a row, Don is partnering with iHeartRadio for Can't Cancel Pride, a campaign that has raised over $11 million for the LGBTQ plus community. Don continuously strives to celebrate visibility and inclusivity for all, and that means supporting amazing organizations like Centerlink, providing safe spaces where over 52,000 community members go each week to receive critical and life-saving services. Don is there for your home, or your home away from home. So visit can'tcancelpride.com to learn more. This is a bad time to have vocal problems because uh, I'm going to wax. Oh, no. What are you waxing wax about? Wax number two. I mentioned... What's up? Go ahead. Oh. I'm going to go call my bank so I don't... Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm oh, still financially to? solvent. They're emailing me now, so I feel like I might as well just call them. Make sure that it's the real deal. It, it is. I already... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Good luck. Hope it gets your life back. And not have me on the hook for... <laughs> <laughs> midriff bearing tops at 21 forever soul searching is the name of the, the movie s-e-a-o-u-l that feels like a bad pun s-e-o-u-l i also missed that uh, yes soul searching it, it is but it's a good movie it's, it's the uh korean version of breakfast club to okay. an extent, and i liked it a lot all right number two for me anderson you know my uh affection for, I guess you would say, for the Final Destination movies? Yes, yes, it is. We have not seen. We, we saw two and three, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen anything beyond that because my number two... Is that what we're going to watch this week? I mean, this month? Maybe. It is a great scene when you're about to bring up. Oh, the Final Destination? Yeah. The, uh, oh, you watched it on YouTube or whatever? I did, and the version that I watched, because I was like, have I seen this one? And then I'm like, I realized I hadn't seen, but I was already in too deep, and right. I continued to watch. And I was also watching a version that was uh it had some sound effects in it mm-hmm. with a that's gotta hurt every time someone got like impaled oh, or anything. i don't think that's actually from the film and it's not but it, it, it added to my view and experience okay the final destination from 2009 directed by david R. Uh, elias uh so uh this uh takes place in a movie theater and we open up on the um criteria the storeroom of said movie theater which is oddly just behind one of the screens and even more oddly Full of explosive material. We'll get there in a second. A lot of giant tanks I've never seen anywhere remotely close to a a building, let alone inside a movie theater. (laughs) I would argue an irresponsible amount of explosive material. They're the kinds of things you see, like, they're propane tanks that are, like, designated for for like large farms that are off the grid and they need their own heating sources. That's what those things are. Months of crude oil. Stored behind the screen. I'm not even talking. About, I'm talking about the tank that does the final. Oh, I see. Big. Oh, like that, yes, yes. That yes. giant red flammable. Yes. It says flammable on it. Uh, it's, it's like it's in the hallway. Pre- they're prepared to run off that tank for years. <laughs> it's in a mall. Like you, you're not off the grid. You don't. You don't have septic tanks. <laughs> you don't have water wells, and you definitely don't have. I'm propane so glad tanks. you saw this. So uh, the scene begins. There's an open window, and which you know what, there's a gust of wind. <laughs> it blows a tarp. The tarp has ringlets, so it actually accidentally catches the uh, the on switch for mm-hmm. a fan, yes. and the fan propels the cart upon which it sits. Also, upon this cart is um, is paint thinner. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, with no cap. They're just setting it up to be like a possible, likely accident. Yes. Yeah. As, as is done in these films. Right. And uh, when they, when the, when the cart rolls over a couple of cables, mm-hmm. well, wouldn't you know it, the uh, paint thinner falls it, over. It tumbles. And, and it leaves a trail of uh, paint thinner all throughout the storeroom. In case you don't know, paint thinner, very flammable. Extreme. Very combustible. Yeah. Well, it's such to the point that all it takes is... <laughs> All it takes is a mere sunbeam yeah. coming through the window totally. to ignite this uh, paint thinner. It was like Dracula himself <laughs> was the paint thinner in liquid form. <laughs> That's right. And uh, it ignites. Combusts. And uh, we pull back to reveal the aforementioned just absurd number of 55-gallon drums, mm-hmm. steel barrels that are... Uh, what are they using them for? Well, they're helpfully labeled. The, did, did you catch what the label No, said? I did not see what they were labeled. <laughs> they're helpfully labeled spontaneously combustible. <laughs> but, but, but for what? For what? I would argue that any amount of spontaneously combustible material is irresponsible yeah. in the workplace, let alone does it. It's stacked high. <laughs> like OSHA might have something to say, you'd think. I wrote down OSHA. I'm like, this this would not clear an OSHA no. inspection. No. Uh, but, uh, well, wouldn't you know it, the, uh, the flaming... Um, uh, paint that ignites mm-hmm. the... Uh, and by the way, also, if it's spontaneously combustible, it doesn't need to be lit. It no. can just burst at any time. Yeah, this is this is the kind of stuff that they're transporting <laughs> in Sorcerer. That's right. In TNT form, right? So, um, so I'm no employment attorney, but it feels like this is a real liability. Yeah, especially when you're in a small, like, building, boxed, like, building with That's spectators. True. Yeah, packed yeah. in and tight. Unassuming quarters. spectators who are... Uh, very, very distracted by the very nature of the building, which is a movie theater where they're supposed to be transported to a different place in their mind. It's probably a bad sign. The movie was um, Love Lays Dying. Huh? Love Lays Dying. Oh, that was the name no, of the that movie. Was the name yeah, of the film, it yeah. should have been like a little harbinger. Yeah, yeah. I followed this whole scene. I watched it and I, and I have no business doing this. It was kind of enjoyable. Let me let me tell you guys, I, I my time is precious, right? <laughs> I, I value my time and I, and I sacrifice sleep very often just to get because uh, I'm setting up a dream world for me where I will work very hard, but I will be making films, continuing to make films and doing real estate, uh, which I'm very close to having this be a reality, a daily reality where I'm working on both of those things. How is this like dreams? I don't have time to be watching long <laughs> scenes from movies I have not even seen. I began it because I'm like, this might be one of the ones that I saw. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a movie theater, but I, I watched these with Brian, a few of them with Brian. And then I'm like, no, I've not seen this, but I can't look away. <laughs> and I watched it out where it goes, it continues it outside into the, theater, the escalator. Into the escalator. I watched that entire escalator scene as well, Brian. And uh, yeah. I'm glad you're having the same affection for these scenes that I am. Uh, maybe we should watch this. Uh, the, this it's a fun for, movie. The, the opening movie. scene is tremendous. All right, perhaps we'll do that. This this month, it's, it's your pick. You get to pick True. what we're going to watch with the uh, with the with the listeners. The watch along, the the film vault monthly watch along movie. Maybe will be what is this number four? I think it is the fourth. Okay, all right. Uh, oh, but you have to rent it. Oh, that's it's out. I mean, it's get her out. Two fifty. No, we're not doing that to our audience. Two fifty. They already are are paying a premium to watch along with us. The least we can do is find a movie that uh, that works with everybody. Okay. okay, all right. Why are we whispering? I have no idea. MSR. All right, number two for me. I obviously thought of this immediately. I was hoping that I wouldn't have it on the list. And it wasn't even on the list until I watched the scene again. And I'm like, you know what? This is just too good. Of all the movies out there, right? I think 
you know those movies that like you see them like it's late at night you're about to go to bed and you're mm-hmm. about to t- happens less now because of all the, the you don't you don't yeah. yeah you don't really like you know bounce around channels I haven't done that in years something isn't like mm-hmm. on halfway through that just doesn't happen anymore but of all the movies and this is, it happened at least twice to me where I'm about to go to bed and then I see that taxi drivers on and mm-hmm. I just end up watching yeah, the rest of it because in. it's just so well made all of the scenes are so well done the performances and when when Travis Bickle takes Betsy out on his first date this is on my list of top five bad dates it's it was on my list as well another reason why I almost kicked it off but mm. after watching this scene and they're in the theater and the theater and it's all surrounding the theater outside of the theater on their way no, in it's, it's a foreign film and then when it's uh, it's just heartbreaking it really is heartbreaking mm. it, it was so uncomfortable the first time that I saw it because I was way too young to be watching a movie like that and anything to do with sex was uncomfortable but it was also just uncomfortable because he's taking her on a, on a mm. To a to a to a, a smutty movie, a, a dirty movie on his first date, right? And she's not the type of girl that would respond well to that. No, she's a high society. Fifteen year old Anderson realized that, but in rewatching it, and I've probably seen it, I don't know, dozen, two dozen times now, right? It's it's heartbreaking. Right. He is so confused, like legitimately confused and and unaware of how inappropriate out? it is. Yeah, but there's lots of I could take you somewhere else. Yeah, it's a. Ah, it's just so fucking sad. Until, you know, he gets a little bit handsy with her. Oh, wait a minute, I'm talking. He's grabbing her elbow. But, I mean, that's what you did to talk to the broads back then. You know? That's right. Yeah, talk to sense into him. Uh, and she doesn't want his little, his little record that he gave her. Because she obviously, obviously, Travis, she loves that song. She loves that artist. She obviously has it. Mm-hmm. You don't buy her something that she already has. loves. Already loves, yeah. Yeah, if she loves it, it's like. You buy her something she thinks she'll love. He's just so out of his league. He's just yeah. so he's in over his head, way in over his yeah. head. Yeah, but he's still believing that there's a possibility. And then Civil it's just, Shepherd looking at Fox. Oh my God, she's fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one that almost made the list uh, was uh, another Civil Shepherd and another uh, Peter Bogdanovich, which oh, is the last picture show. show yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that, and then like she takes the record after telling him, "I don't want it. I already have it." And then the cab drives her away, and then just smash cut to him leaving her a message. Ah. Uh, well, he walks down the street a little bit, but then uh, he's like the next day he's just on the phone, just just calling her over and over again. But yeah, uh, that that movie, and it was interesting too how uh, Scorsese, nineteen seventy six when the movie came out, couldn't mm-hmm. get an X rating, right? They could he could have just gone all like reactions, which I think would have worked, where he just hung on Sybil Shepherd and Robert De Niro, and you know how that was going, which would have been interesting too, with him not being affected and her being all uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and he got a little a little bit of both because he also was able to show the screen, which, but wasn't like. Like over the shoulder, like it wasn't as though he was focusing. No, we saw the actual screen, and it was scientific okay. until it wasn't. It was like orgy shots as well, oh. but it was nothing explicit, right? It was just like writhing naked bodies, and then like uh, an egg was uh, with sperm trying to uh, access it. It was like scientific at points, and it was interesting how how he chose. Nowadays, it would be you know completely over the top with, uh, with what they were watching. You'd have people beating off all around him. Okay. And the, the other audience members getting like uh, angry when they were you know getting out of the theater because they were, they were interrupting, That's right. disturbing the, the film. <laughs> Number one for me, uh, one of those one of my versions of what you just talked about, a movie that if I catch it halfway through, I, I I'm compelled to watch to the end. I love it so much. Talk about Fight Club. Ooh, 1999's Fight Club. It's a very brief scene. Uh, it's early in the film, and so we learn about uh, Tyler Durden, uh, what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out Tyler has a number of jobs. Puts his dicks and drinks. 
He does that, his but this is... a dick. He, yeah. he does work as a caterer at the uh, fancy hotel in town. Mm-hmm. However... You're still having a problem over there, aren't you? One of his night... I am, kind of. Yeah. One of his night jobs uh, is uh, self-admittedly a uh, shitty job. It's uh, working as a projectionist mm-hmm. at a... Uh, at a movie theater. He splices. And the only thing that keeps him uh, engaged in his job mm-hmm. is, yes, uh, doing the old school cutting and splicing yeah. of uh, the aforementioned uh, porno films. Yes. Scenes, porn, clips, porn. Uh, stills from porno films porn, into... Porn. Porn. Suffice, yeah. I think he said porno. But anyway... Uh, he puts them into family films, right? Uh, and thus, and thus uh, dupes the audience. Yes, but they're, they're not sure what they it, saw. It creates a uh, comic, comic uh, relief, subliminally traumatic effect. With was, the, uh, the kids watching um, children's uh, ostensibly kids movies. Back when I was a little more edge lordy, a lot more edge lordy, mm-hmm. I always thought that would be an amazing, amazing photograph mm-hmm. of like a kids movie, and you have like some. Really like uh, high end cameras facing the audience, and maybe be just behind the screen. You, you know, they're obscured from the, right. the audience doesn't know that it's candid. And you flash something like really horrific, either sexually. Sure. Or, you know, this is long before I had children, I, I, and I didn't go to any. I, I didn't take the, this idea to the next level and try to figure out how to actually make this happen. But it would be an amazing picture. You it would not be an amazing picture to see them all reacting to something that they should not be seeing uh, simultaneously. And that's kind of what Durden was doing over there. You know what's interesting, Brian? Is it was originally everyone referred to it as pornography. Uh, right. This uh, film is obviously pornography, and then it became a little bit more readily available, and people were more accepting of it and and, and watching it, and not as not as uh, it wasn't as taboo, and they started calling it porno. Oh, porno! What do they call it now? Like no one has time for the. Let, the, the the two syllables. No one can say porno, yeah, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just porn. Everything's just porn. Mm-hmm. You got the, you got time only enough for one syllable. If that. Let alone the pornography. I mean, no. who has time for that? You, right? Am yeah. I right? Takes too long. Takes way too long. Avery, speaking of taking too long, porn. is your uh, is your uh, card secure? Yeah, card is secure. Oh, it's been canceled, being sent uh, as we speak. Is that all right? Nice. Gonna have to use a. Uh, card in your wallet and on your phone from now yeah. for, for the next few days right? no forever 21 for yeah. the criminal you have to buy <laughs> buy crypto how do they how do they get tipped off they didn't sorry Susie. i don't know you mean how did uh, wells fargo get tipped yeah. off or oh how you're with wells fargo it? yeah That's all it's, i know it's a matter i had you. it coming come on guys <laughs> i know it's a pain in the ass to switch and i know they're all crooks but wells fargo is, by far takes the cake really? right i never known them you never, yeah. I think never, Bank never. of America really fucks in terms oh, of what they give Bank you. I think they are technically the worst. Wells Fargo is probably second well, worst. Well, Wells Fargo is the one that was like openly stealing from everyone and they got caught and then they trickled down and just fired all the people that they mandated do it. Yeah. And there, there, there tons of people were getting fired and like they're on the news saying, I was just taking orders from the top and I knew it was kind of wrong, but you know, I didn't want to lose my job and yeah. now I'm fired for, oh, fucking. Corporate America. Mm. But they saved me $69. <laughs> With the fraud Oh, nice. Well, no, it would have been on them anyways. They saved themselves. You would have sure. just said, hey, it's not mine. And then you have to wait a little while. They do an investigation. The worst right. part is they don't even get after these people. You know that? Yeah, I mean, you presumably it's being sent somewhere. And they got pictures and they got photos of, of these people. Oh, was it online? I think so, okay. yeah. All right, sorry for that detour. Uh, here we go. On my number one, I What's need some assistance one? too. Yes, just in time. Uh, oh, that's right. My number one is from a movie that I, maybe I would appreciate it more now. Uh, what year is this? 2000. So it's been 23 years since uh, I saw a scary movie. And 
You wow, you you have a scary movie scene on? I wow. Do. I do. And I saw a scary movie in the theater. I saw it with some friends and it's I remember a being, great movie. being unimpressed with it at the time, but you know, maybe that was just my attitude. Maybe, mm. uh, maybe I would appreciate it more. Uh, I barely remembered this scene. I, I came across a this couple is another, of lists. This is another line that I quote without thinking about it. You on camera, you on Canon camera now. How is this not on your list? It's such a great I, I movie thought you scene. Give me shot a shit for it. it is such a great movie it's scene. A great and movie. so many of the things that she's doing, uh, I've experienced firsthand in movie theaters uh, all the all the years I've been mm. going to see movies. I've I've heard not all in a row, and I've never seen anyone with a camera sure. openly just shooting the movie like she is. But it's a uh, uh, a scene with a, a very obnoxious girlfriend. Marlon Wayans gets up to go to the bathroom, and finds a glory hole inexplicably. There's just too many dumb little things like that for me to continue to. <laughs> How's that dumb? Yeah. And then the dick goes all the way through his head and out of his other yeah, ears. He dies. It's, it's, did he die? No, he comes back. Oh, yeah, maybe he died. Sure he it's died. been a long time. I came across a couple lists that had like 150 scenes uh, that take place in movie theaters and movies. And this was one of them. And I'm like, I took a, I took a, I'm glad. I'm glad that I went down because I always have YouTube open and I, you know, I'll click it. And I'm glad that I, I watched this and I watched it a, a few times. It's your it was, number one. It's my number one, Brian. Damn. Let's, let's listen to a little bit of it. I'll tell you where to get out. I, I thought I was going to be playing this myself. But you on candid camera now. I got, I got that. Wait, 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 let's pause. Let's pause it real quick. So yeah, here's the scene. So Marlon Wayans, he's out of the, out of the theater. And uh, his girlfriend, I'm sorry, I don't know her, her name. I should have fucking had her name. God, son of a bitch. Regina Hall. Thank Regina you. Oh, it is Regina. Is that Regina? That's, that's, young that's Regina. Holy shit, she is like un unrecognized. Ah, oh, fuck, that's Regina. She's so good. It's like 23 years ago. I love that Regina. So uh, she's being very, very obnoxious and she's upsetting all of the uptight white uh, patrons around her. Uh, and uh, she's doing versions of almost everything that I've seen somebody do at one time or another in all my years going to movie theaters. And she's just doing it all the time. And it's very funny. So here we go. Uh, and she's watching Shakespeare in love. <laughs> Oh wait, no, no, no! It was, no I, is... I gave you, I gave you the one that oh, starts. Oh, did you give me the? I should. I, I went. I don't think so. You just gave me the. Oh, son of a bitch! I can't handle my clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't handle the clips. Look at you. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's not. It should be. Should at a start. I think it's. I think it's that clip. But after. Oh, when that, he comes back. No, he does I, 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 the way. Go, just go to like one thirty. That's where I was at. Seven, one thirty. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here's, here she is. She's about to get it on with Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare. She found out she's a girl. Up. Yeah, I got you. 
I She's got holding you on a camera. camera. You on candid camera now. <laughs> you ain't know that. Her phone rang. Hello? Hey, girl. Oh, I'm in the movie. Uh-huh. Shake a spin, love. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> right, you that'll lying. Do. <laughs> That'll do. It's just, it's it's a medley of all the things, short of that. I've never seen anyone with a camcorder out. Uh, I'm sure I've been in the presence of people shooting on their phones nowadays, but I've never seen anyone sure. pull the Brody thing. From I out. saw someone filming on their phone with the flash on. Oh my God, oh people dear. are dumb. People are just so fucking dumb. I had to lean over and go, can you not do that? I don't do it. It was during the shitty Tupac movie that came out. That was a bad movie. It actually had performance. Which shitty Tupac movie? The one that came out All probably, Eyes what? on Me? Yeah, something? like, what, six years ago? Yeah, it was actually, it was a bad movie, but he was actually pretty good. Oh, she that, that version phone probably, calls. It probably. Oh. I've confessed that. Christ. That version that he, that the person was shooting with the flash on, it probably exists somewhere online right now. Yeah, oh yeah. You can probably watch that with the, with the uh, flash on. Regina <laughs> Hall crushing it. That was fantastic. So enjoyable. My, it's my favorite scene in, in, of any, the most, I can't believe you don't have Shawshank on your list. I'm shocked. No, it's too obvious. It's, a, it's very obvious, but it's very heartfelt and good and kind of like scene. reminds you of what makes movies great. That's right. right. Even, in the, even in the face of all that bleakness, they can still enjoy. Uh, uh, um, and together. And together. Yeah. And together. Brian, don't do that. You painted yourself into a corner now. You painted yourself. That's right. I did. All right, here we go. Uh, listener list, and then I got uh, some solid also rins that I would like to run down. I don't know about you, my uh, bri, bri Oh, solid. 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 Listener list compiled by the fucker Mitch Burns. Number five, there's a three-way tie. Scream 2, Last Action Hero, and Bachelor Party. All right. Bachelor Party. I don't know. Four-way tie with four points each. Gremlins 2, Donnie Darko. Taxi Driver, and An American Werewolf in London. Ah, just missed my list. Gremlins 2 is Gremlins 1. Number 3 is Gremlins 1. Oh, it's cool. Number 3 for the listeners is Gremlins I haven't seen Gremlins 2 in quite some time. Number 2, Gave Fear. And number 1, of course, is Inglorious Bastards. I also thought of while we were doing this episode, uh, Twister, when the tornado sucks up the drive-in. That's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good. That would be inspired. Pretty good. Honestly, that did not come up in my research. I like that. It's That's pretty cool. enjoyable. Uh, Bri Bri. Uh, yes. Also Ones mm-hmm. that were not mentioned. Uh, Blazing Saddles. Uh, the Fighter. Uh, hardcore, which I actually never saw, so I wouldn't put it on the list. Oh, the famous. George C. Scott. Turn it off. Turn it off. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Hardcore. I need to see that. Okay. Paul there go. Uh Shawshank, yes. 12 Monkeys. Uh, Donnie Dargo. Donnie Dargo. Clockwork, I'm shocked, was on your list. <laughs> Clockwork, it's too obvious. Cape Fear, Just Friends, Babylon, and uh, Last Action Hero. I need some sort of rice listener art. Oh, come on. <laughs> I need something. I'm suffering over here. I need something. What is, you got a rice grain stuck in your throat? and it makes you No, it's on my throat. It's like, you know the, where your throat and like your nasal cavity yeah. connects? Yeah. Like well, your there? nasal cavity is not back here, Brian. It's well, like, then what you, where it's the, at, where, where at all, the roof of your mouth. Where it all connects. Right past my uvula. You're talking something, something different, Brian. We're, we're not on the same page. Uh, Midnight Cowboy is the only one that's not, uh, hasn't been mentioned unless someone didn't uh, say Donnie Darko, but I'm pretty sure we heard Donnie Darko. Mm. And then Dolomite is my name. Uh, I could I cannot find this clip. I know it exists. Oh, when it comes out of the, the front page. But yeah, they're oh yeah. What is it when they're walking out of the front were, page? Or they are actually in there? But like, he's just astonished out. that that's that was a popular movie. No, no, like, this is what white people are watching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't find the scene to uh, 
And I guess maybe, I think perhaps, yeah, that was on the side, like out front of the marquee. Yeah, they were right? leaving disgust. They didn't actually shoot inside the, uh, there are some inside this, the uh, movie theater scenes in, in Dolomite is my name, but not that. Okay. Okay. So I uh, remove it. And then Super 8, don't they like get after the, the actual, like the climax of the movie, I think takes place in the, uh, the movie theater. Super 8, if you recall, the creature feature that is oh, Super Oh, maybe, 8. yeah. Oh, I've forgotten all about that. Okay. And uh, and yeah, I was American Werewolf in London. Just missed it because Gremlins was just a little more enjoyable. All right, yeah. Let's uh, gamble and wrap her up. Last week we gambled on Big George Foreman. That was really good. Anderson guessed seventy-seven. Brian sixty-seven. With thirty-eight reviews, the actual Rotten Only Tomatoes 38? score. Yeah, nobody saw this. That's weird. Is forty-five percent. Oh, nice. Because wasn't it high a lot when we... I believe so, yes. Oh, sweet. How does how it have such little PR? That's shocking. It is kind of shocking. 38 yeah. reviews. 38 reviews, yeah. Somebody's not doing it. says more than that. Oh, I bet it does. Why don't you just... Don't, you don't know. You don't I'm know. on the side right Look now. Look at your phone. Isn't that the... <laughs> just, you open it up with your face yeah, and that it's just... right there. On tomatoes. Because, uh, well, the vanishing is uh, 50... 50 you got the spore loose. Spore loose. So much fun to say, dude. Spoor loose. Spoor loose. All right, I'm doing spoor loose. All right, let's get out of here. Let's uh, let's get out. Well, we got to gamble. Oh, it's spoor loose. This week, we are gambling on the first blockbuster of the season. Guardians of the Galaxy oh, Volume yeah, 3. Yeah. Guardies. Giddies. Mm. Gritties. Spoor loose. All right, I have my number. I, I have my number. What's going on with Swole Groot? Yeah, he's kind of swole. Huh? Yeah, I think uh, that was probably in his his contract. Like at some point, my character can not only say Groot, he must be swole. It is Vin Diesel, so probably. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it would not surprise me. Yes, <laughs> I have to be the swolest character on screen. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, all right, on three. Yes, please. One, two, seventy-one. Ninety. Look oh. at you. Gee, I went high. This is the, the, the conclusion, right, of the trilogy? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, they're good at guns. Oh, I saw that recently, too. It was good, too. Trilogy? Guardians, too. I oh, enjoyed that. Fun Kurt Russell. Fun they're times. Good, critics are going to nuts for this. Current score with 124 reviews. The current Rotten Tomatoes score is 78%. Well, like right in the middle. Yeah. yeah you're closer. What? what you know, I just, five I'm, points. I've been noticing, like, Good, good, good action movies, and I do think that Ant Man quadrupled me for my money and for what I saw. I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable action blockbuster movie. The uh, quantophobia. Quantumania. Quantumania. I like quantophobia. Right. I think that's the name of a band. Or something. That's what I have. <laughs> and uh, I've noticed that it, it got wrecked by the, uh, the the critics, and it's like I think they're just getting tired. They're they're yeah, you might tired. be right. All right. Yeah, shit, I'm way too high. I don't know. We'll see. I hope out. it's good because I've seen it Sunday night. Sam, Sam all two Friday, and a half hours. Friday morning. You know what I, I would rather be watching? Season the first act of uh, Bo being terrified. <laughs> There's nothing stopping you. Now, in fact, that was last episode. But if in case you're listening to this full fat like long episode, or you remember me talking about Bo is afraid and recommending it, I went in there having no idea there was going to be anything funny. I was prepared for another Ari Aster like long. Mm. Slow burn, bleak, bleak. And it was bleak as fuck, but like <laughs> in your face, bleak with the satire that is like, what if all news was real? Angle. It was very funny, but that came from a place where I had no idea there was going to be a shred of comedy. Okay, 
Fair. Should have said that earlier. Look at the... uh, Where people run out. Uh, Spore loose. Uh, The the score is in. 98%. Actually, Brian said 96% now that I remember. When? When you were reviewing uh, Spore loose. No, I I think... Did I? Maybe they included the film vault. You said 96, and I said, who would give this a bad review? And you're like, it seems like a weird movie to give a bad review to. What's the actual score? 98, it says so. Well, I was reading off Wikipedia, so maybe it's out of date. That's like saying... uh, That's why Brian's occasionally wrong when he cheats. Because he's going (laughs) off Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) This could be right. This could be... That's like, but you know what that's like, Bri Bri? What's that? That's like you saying, and then on the, uh, whatever it was, Jesus had a basket filled with crawfish. Because it's like just a little bit off. Right. You know what I mean? It was fish and, and bread. Right. It's like the, uh, it's like the Rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale movie, like the cheap knockoffs. Yeah. It's almost there. But it's a because that's not like you to get something wrong, especially because it's so I know. close and dirty. And at the altar. And at the Call altar, you. that's, that's uh, why I made the Jesus, yeah. not the Chip and Dale reference. I, think, I feel like it was lost on Brian. I'm digesting uh, this uh, listener art from Jonathan Oxford, which is fantastic. <laughs> it, it's a three-act structure. Where is this? Uh, it's a full comic. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's, uh, there's a narrative going on here. Mm-hmm. Where am I? Oh, yeah. There. Oh, this is... Uh, yeah, he sent this directly to me, too. This is this is how Enjoyable. I would, I would like John Wick more if it was... If it was this? <laughs> if it was this. <laughs> Very enjoyable. Thanks, Jonathan. Great as always. Thank you to the Smug Saints. You're hearing them right now. Don't they sound great? Yeah, they are. They do. do. Check them out at andersonandbrian.com if you want links to all their stuff. Lots of good stuff over at our Patreon. We just did a uh, spoiler episode. Eh, five minutes for... Um, Sisu. Sisu Got the name right out. and everything That's right Finally So check that out Patreon.com Slash The Film Vault Brian you gotta go gargle I really do I'm yeah. having trouble here You need one of those Like a neti Neti pots or something We got one of it Oh, oh my god I need a neti pot Real bad <laughs> Pronto uh, Thanks for Tapping that Amazon banner We appreciate you uh, At AndersonBrian.com Anderson and Brian Is the Instagram Anderson and Brian Is the TikTok the Film Vault Twitter The Film Vault Facebook The Film Vault YouTube No, The Film Vault Podcast On YouTube mm-hmm. Thanks to all of our Patreon listeners We appreciate you Also appreciate Giovanni Mitch Burns Mike Cole and Eric Kath For helping out with the show Doing the uh, necessary stuff To keep the show going uh, Avery's got a gig Yes, tonight as tonight you're hearing is, this, yeah, this is Comedy Confessional. You can get the tickets in my bio on Instagram, at Avery Comedy. Uh, it's 7.30 are the doors. 8 is when the uh, actual show starts. It is in Santa Monica at The Crow. And it should be fun. We collect uh, anonymous confessions from the audience, and the comedians riff on them on stage. A lot of fun. Come Very on fun. down. Is it BYOB or? So they are in the process of getting their liquor license. If you want to get liquored up, go to Birdie G's, which is right across the street. Oh, Tell them you got a G's. ticket and you get 10% off your bill. Yeah, I'm glad I brought that up. Very nice. Uh, check out uh, uh, loadedforbeardoc.com. Thank you, Brian. Yes. No uh, as we record this, we're getting very, very close to me being able to actually kick it off and start some actual production. <laughs> all right. So uh, it's all 501c3. The fucker too. Danny. What did I do? Oh, that's right. That's the fucker's name. That's, that's, that's the fucking guy's name. Uh, 
I'm such a I'm such the worst. <laughs> I meant nothing by it either. I thought it was just you know. I know. If he knew you, he'd be like, oh, it's just Andy. Yeah, and the guy was uh, he was already going back and forth with Jeffrey, and he's like gave his phone number, and he's like, let's talk about this, and then that's when I chime in. So this is the fucker's name. And then Jeffrey's, Radio silence. He's thrown under the bus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just the the amount of. And, then I, and Jillian's like, what's wrong? What? And I told her. She's like, I don't know how you're breathing right now. Like, I would just die if that, if that happened to me. <laughs> I'm like, I have a lot of experience uh, with this kind of thing. So enjoyable. Uh, all right, yeah. until next time. So, yeah, loadedforbeardoc.com. We, we, need, we need all the help you can. It's a, and it should be tax deductible, I, if I didn't mention that. Sorry, I just feel like I should, I should have said that. And, uh, until next time, we do it for Van Gogh. Less is a lot. It's